2: And welcome to this, The Nerdist Podcast, episode number 150. We're going on the road to tell jokes and do podcasts, so come see us live. Check nerdist.com slash calendar for information on all of those dates and how you can get tickets. Also, the Nerdist YouTube channel, now a thing! Go to youtube.com slash nerdist and subscribe now for nerdy goodness video content to shove in your eye holes. Hey Audible, thank you for sponsoring the Nerdist Podcast This episode is sponsored by Audible.com Audible uh, is the only source for audiobooks You go to Audible.com, they have everything uh, I get all my audiobooks uh, from Audible.com Because I travel a lot and it's very difficult to carry big heavy books places Because I'm not strong So it's, uh, digital content weighs very, very little uh, I can promise you So if you need an audiobook, I promise you they have it uh, go to slash nerdist as soon as you feel like listening to an audiobook. Sign up and get your free audiobook download and uh, get something good and let me know if you liked it or not. Because I'm your buddy. Thanks again to audible.com for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, which, by the way, is about to enter your ears in five, four, three, two, one.
0: Now entering. NERDIST dot com.
2: I got a bunch
3: of stuff. Always getting stuff. Oh, Pale Demon, that's gonna be a winner. Pale Demon.
2: Yep, a Kim Harrison classic.
3: That's the way to
2: go. Just more books, more books that I've received. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, that's fair. <laughs> These are awful. <laughs> well, that one might be good. You're I don't know to I read them. Things. Like they, they send it to you. Like oh we have to yeah I'm on out. book lists. just send them to Chris Hardwick I'm on well they send them it's not I mean they send them to lots of people well, I'm not on a book list well I've gotten a couple books actually yeah I don't we, know what list you go on when you become a producer of a thing but whatever that list is I get pitched terrible things in email all the time right and I get weird books sent to me that I would never ever want.
2: Ted Jefferson, the Waffle King, has wrote a book. Like, yeah. Yeah, There's but then but then I also imagine that people, when I wrote my book, people were getting stuff and were like, the Nerdist, what the fuck? This is you dumb. Tweeted, Your
3: book is on, uh, they're using, Apple's using that in the bookshelf when they... Show oh, the I, yeah, someone ad. someone tweeted me that. Yeah, yeah. That,
2: that's the Nerdist that's way cool. in the, It's
3: pretty cool. That's pretty cool.
2: It's pretty cool that I, I'm in an Apple ad now. Well done. Thanks. You've made it. I guess I did. Speaking
3: of you making it, you made it back from London.
2: I did make it back from London. Uh... Eleven hours back, not bad actually, not oh, bad. First of all, Jonah's sick. Jonah's very <laughs> sick. If you're not, uh, if you're not hearing insults being heard at the at Matthew right now, that's I'm a because, little chipper than usual. That's because Jonah's, uh, Jonah's very sick. Um, Matt has a doll that he's been sticking pins into the throat, and now Jonah has a flu the flu or a throat infection yeah, no, or something. Well. Uh, so he's really, really ill because we recorded our stand-up comedy special last night, which yep. you had a great set on. And um, Jonah was supposed to be there for that, and he was so sick. I just said, don't come, don't get everyone sick, <laughs> stay home and get better. And so he's still, he's still down for the count. He's still way down for the count. Poor guy. So, yeah, I just got back from London, and it was an amazing, amazing trip. We shot stuff for the Nerdist TV special. I shot stuff with uh, da- Simon Pegg and David Tennant and um, ran That's around nice. London, and it was incredible.
3: So who was your favorite? <laughs> Let's just throw that out there. There's no favorites. Well, yep, there is. Go no, ahead. There's no who favorites. It, really, who was it? There's no favorites. It was probably David Tennant.
2: It, my fa- my who had the best hair? I can ask that. Tennant has pretty great hair. Yeah. I mean, better than anyone, really. Any Anyone on the planet. No, he's got great, great hair. It's fantastic. And he okay. was... Tennant was everything you want him to be, just in terms of charming and sweet and funny. And, time Lord. And, and, and Time Lordy. And uh, he was he was great. He was, he was really great. <laughs> the, I... We recorded this segment for the TV show in the library of the East India Club, which of uh, the, the, East, India Trading the East India Trading Company, the private co- company that had its own army that probably slaughtered some people to bring
3: spices back to lots you know. of them.
2: But those spices were good. Delicious. Listen, if we get the real
3: point is the spice. If
2: we get saffron, then you know what? It's worth it. A couple people have to die. So I, I mean, get saffron. It's, it's fine. A, I mean, it's really good on rice. Is it? I've never had it on rice. Well, well, saffron rice.
3: Okay. Yeah. I'll try it. I like coconut rice. Really? Yeah. You ever had that?
2: Shut up, you stupid piece of shit. I'm just oh, trying hey, to balance Joanna. the show. Here. I'm just trying to balance
3: the... Coconut rice is also very good. Yeah. Coconut rice is also very, very, very good. Did you... How, so how many days the total were you in... London, um, six it felt like more than that. I was For there.
2: Me. I was there six days. I know. I missed you too. Yeah.
3: Uh, I was there Not six days. I, th- I just said it felt like longer. Oh, okay. I didn't say I missed you.
2: Oh, no, no. Listen. Yeah. I get it. No. It's it's unspoken. I can yeah. see it in your eyes. <laughs> it's all the all the nonverbal communication. Um, it, but it was really it was a phenomenal trip. And while I was there, um, I uh, I I got a, a direct message from this friend of mine, Matt Kirschen, who is a fucking great British comic, young British comic. And he was like, oh, you're in London. We're doing a show at the Soho Theater, which I was staying near. And it was Paul Provenza does this improvised – he produces this improvised stand-up show called Set List. Mm-hmm. And the, it's fucking genius. So genius that I can't believe I never thought of doing – it's just like one of those things you're like, oh, that's a great idea. Comics go up on stage, and in the back, they, uh, topics flash, like project in the background during their set. And they have to hit each of those topics – during their set while making it seem like the set they're doing is the set they've been doing for years. So you can't get meta on it and be like, Oh, I, oh, I don't know. I just got this. You can't, you have that to sounds play. Awesome. And it was amazing. Uh, Greg Proops did it. And Tim Minchin, who was amazing. And, uh, um, uh, Rich Hall. Uh-huh. If you, if you remember yep. Rich, Rich, Hall was on SNL here in the States. And then he left America a long time ago and, and became a big comedy star in the UK he was brilliant. Um, the whole thing was just
3: incredible. That sounds awesome.
2: I think they're going to start doing it here at UCB. How long are the
3: sets? You know, ten minutes.
2: Oh, and this great British comic named Josie Long. If you if you have a minute, look her up. She's great.
3: Is she attractive?
2: She's adorable. I'll look her up. Um, and so it was really fun. It was just a, it was that, that 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 was really fun. And I pretty much worked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, uh, I really enjoy London. It's really nice.
3: You uh you didn't miss much when you were gone. Here? Nothing really happened here.
2: I well I know I would not have talked to tenant here. That's in, true. So it was Well, I'm saying you didn't miss much. Way worth the trip.
3: So next time they'll going fly out, right?
2: With their weird coin-based currency.
3: I love it. I love it. No, it, I love their currency. Everything unless it's $5, everything is coins.
2: I know, but it's in your fantastic. pockets it just it just it turns your testicles into those weird
3: desk balls that tick, click, click, click. It's just clacking the entire time. But you still got to spend British pounds. I want to do that at an antique store. I know. Let's I, I saw a
2: lot of antique stores there, and I thought Did of you. you go in at all? You go, when, before I left, you go, uh, oh, let me know if you see any antiques. And I'm like, F- England <laughs> is a fucking antique. I'm going to be in the biggest antique. Yeah, I know. But they have buildings from, like, the year five. <laughs> yep, the year five. Well, this one dates. How back, old is Stonehenge? This date backs. This dates back to nine. Well, Stonehenge is older in, than the year five. Stonehenge is is not in London. Yeah,
3: but I'm just saying. I'm speaking of the country.
2: Yeah. In and of itself. But you start. You know. You start. You, start, you get into Scotland, and you're and you're like, oh, these ruins date back to the 1100s. You know, like ruins like where where Tenant was from. Yeah, the year five is before that. <laughs> the year five is definitely before 1100. That's right. how numbers work. So, we've I mean, we've established establish that. that <laughs> five go, Five comes way before 1100. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, it was a really, it was a really nice trip. Really, really, really nice trip.
3: Oh, I did, uh, Loud Noises at, uh, Meltdown, which was Becca's show. Becca who writes... Oh, yeah, night. the yeah, music, yeah. the music, uh, the music
2: Nerdist it show. Was fun. She's great. She, uh, Becca and Matt, uh, they, they, not you, Matt, but yep. Matt Grossinger, uh, they, they tag team the music, uh, the music beat for the Nerdist website, and a couple months ago she came to me and said, you know, could I do a local... Like a, a music show once a month that showcases local bands. And I said, sure. And so the the Loud
3: Noises is, was the first one. Yeah, it was great. We did, uh, did stand-up before the bands played, which is always fun when you're there doing stand-up for people that want to see bands. Yep. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. Well, Meltdown, it'll work out. Yeah, Meltdown, anything goes, I think. You can't go do jokes in front of a
2: foreigner. Well, you could. I guess you could. About Journey. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. That, that show last night that we did, the stand-up comedy special, was so much fun.
3: It was a ton that, of fun. That,
2: that'll be going up soon. There were so many great comics on there. I have to figure out if I'm going to just run the two-hour show in its entirety or break it up into a two-parter. I just don't no, know. If, if, no, no, it
3: no. Doesn't, it doesn't run an hour. It, if you take out, when you take out Dimitri, who dropped in and did a set, uh, when you take him out, I think it comes in at two hours.
2: Okay. And people are going to naturally ask, why would you take out Dimitri Martin, who dropped he's in? on a set. People, he's work, be. he's working on a set, and he doesn't want to burn through material on the on the by putting out on the podcast so
3: exactly what i didn't want to do but i did it for you people <laughs> now you've heard eight minutes of me now
2: you got to write another eight minutes oh well, that's easy you'll be fine yeah it's not a problem but
3: everyone everyone had great
2: sets and uh, it was it, i that feel was like this, it's I mean, gonna turn into bombed, a yearly it was thing you, probably <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> the only time I bombed is when I was walking off stage and I tripped over the other microphone. that was fantastic, so that was a literal bombing of my intro, the microphone my intro wasn 't good enough, so your intro wasn 't good enough for you, so I came out and gave you a bigger intro and then sto- and then comically stormed off stage, but then really tripped over a microphone and that went down
3: and you know it happens I enjoyed it it was all it was all great and ironically uh, you 'll hear it people. Chris introduces me. Uh, he used to fix computers. He doesn't anymore. And uh, ironically, I had to fix Gaston's computer that night. Then you spent the
2: last like hour at Meltdown fixing Gaston's MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> you never escape.
3: It's like the mafia. When you, yeah. When you Once know you're in, they pull apples. you back in. Yeah.
2: Uh, so that, that that was a lot of fun. But but all in all, oh, and I went to. Um, uh, Simon Pegg gave me tickets to the premiere Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Did you see it? I saw it. It is was it great. I saw it on
3: IMAX, which is which I highly recommend. I think Tom Cruise is going to kill himself doing those stunts. He fucking crazy stunts. Yeah, crazy. Like, you see it in the trailer. It's on the it's on the uh, billboard too, so it's not really a spoiler. But he's on that fucking giant building, the tallest building
2: in the world, the Where something Khalif. It's in it's in Dubai. Yeah, and so he's like rappelling down the side of it, which he actually did, yeah. and you see. The shots where they like they go wide, you're like he's fucking go- he's going down the side of that building. Yeah, I mean you feel like, and in the IMAX it kind of you feel your, your, it's more pukey. You feel your, well, you feel your testicles start to start to migrate into your abdomen. Wouldn't it be great if we could just yell retract and our
3: testicles would go back in?
2: Yes, like Wolverine's claws. Yes, It'd be great if they were sharp too. He doesn't too. have to yell retract. Retract. <laughs> he, but it's not the claw. I'm, if I'm, he not, did.
3: Th- I'm not doing this for my claws. Don't worry about it, guys. Here's an observation I had. Uh Cyclops, why like he shoots with his eyes, right? Mm-hmm. He misses. <laughs> why does he miss? Because <laughs> that's really just a looking at stuff thing. How do you? I don't know. All right. Someone explain that to me. I
2: don't know. That's that's really just looking at something. Yeah. He misses like giant sentinels
3: and stuff. He misses giant things.
2: You know who else I uh I saw at the premiere was uh, Jeremy Clarkson.
3: Oh, you're so lucky. Jeremy I Clairson, wish I've seen him in person who
2: was in a, was in quite a bit of trouble in britain
3: yeah over the uh, he said that the union workers uh, should be shot but he said it in a joking way the way that it was explained yeah.
2: to me and i didn't see it but the way that it was explained to me was that he was doing an interview there was a, there was a there was a teacher strike i believe yeah and he was speaking in favor of them and then he said something like oh this is the bbc so you need a, like a fair and balanced point they should all be taken out and shot. That's how it was explained to me, but but take, lifted out of context. It wasn't quite like that. It was
3: more just... Even, so you saw it. It, it was conversational, and uh, it was a joke, clearly, and, uh, you know, whatever. Clarkson and everyone, always, always, constantly, that's happening to him. So Jeremy Clarkson? Yeah. He seems cranky, though. Yeah, of course he is. He came into
2: the premiere, and there were these obnoxious 12-year-old kids behind me. And he walked in, and they were like, oh, it's Jeremy Clarkson. Would you buy me a car, Jeremy Clarkson? Like, Jesus
3: Christ. I wish he'd buy me a car. He gives me directions every day my of my Top Gear TomTom. You downloaded Jeremy Clarkson's voice? I, no, I bought the limited edition Top Gear TomTom. Turn right, all teachers should be shot. No, he says, in 300 yards, turn left. And if you don't know where left is, you really shouldn't be driving. He says things like that. <laughs> Your possibly. GPS snarks at you? Yes, it does. I don't need that. It take the highway and beware of Oldsmobiles.
2: <laughs> it's it's irritating enough when GPS gets stuff wrong. Like yeah. I'm constantly like, "Fuck you, GPS." But then if it's snarking me back, I would be like, "You do not want
3: to snark at me right now." Every time it does get annoying though, because every time you reach your destination, it says the same thing. It says, "You've reached your destination with the aid of thirty-two satellites and me." Well done. Global positioning snark. Yes, but it's fantastic. I highly recommend it.
2: Live yeah. traffic. That was taken out of. So his thing was taken out of context. Tom Lennon, have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're on the Nerdist podcast, Tomlin. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, what are you doing?
3: You're, you doing your podcast. Sure, put him on the put him on the speakerphone. Hang on. Tom. I'm recording a podcast right now, and I put you on speakerphone. Oh, hi everybody. Is uh, uh what's the guy with the glasses? That- uh, Jonah. Yeah, and who's the
1: the real the skinny guy? He used to be a drunk.
2: Uh, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick.
2: You, you. I think maybe you've switched your Hardwick lore. No, no, that's
3: Chris Hardwick. He's right. You're right, Tom. That's Chris Hardwick. But he was married. He was married to Jenny McCarthy. Uh uh-huh. huh. Is
2: that Tom Lennon gone. from Kids in the Hall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all
3: these things, so close to home. <laughs> uh, yeah, but listen, I'm recording a podcast, and uh, what I'll do is when I'm done, Tom, I am going to call you back. Right. Are you going to leave this part in or are you going to edit it out? No, this is going to stay in. I, you know, the, the, this whole show started in my garage. That's true. <laughs> the show did start in your Our garage. Very first episode. Tom, now, this is this kind Tom, of is Tom's fifth appearance. Tom the Lennon show?
2: is essentially the midwife
3: of the Nerdist podcast. Tom birthed us. He yep. got afterbirth on his couch. Yeah, he us. still has and the umbilical say, cord. By
2: the
1: way, that. When you came out, I did the forceps too hard, which explains some of the stuff that's wrong with
3: your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, bye,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Gold! Uh, Love that guy. So, there is someone very special here who has just showed up that hopefully will be able to talk about politics and where we're going as a culture um the nerdist channel which is our official youtube channel um i saw i saw a candidate speak uh a little while back uh and i thought you know what this guy hat this guy has something and i really like what he's about uh he seems he seems interesting to me so i want to take the platform that i have and kind of throw my support behind him my favorite thing about him is the bolo tie he's great yeah so I would like to introduce uh, on to the Nerdist uh, nice. podcast right now. <clears throat> it's our presidential candidate for 2012, Marvin E. Kwasnicki.
4: Hi there, Marvin. Let's get you closer to the microphone. All right, thank you. How's that? Now I see a little button here that that says cough. That doesn't actually so make now, you cough.
2: Okay. No.
4: Thank you. That's if you're going to cough, you hit that button. All right. Now. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. Throat> so now. But
2: you, you, you gotta, no no hit. So it so and I then would cough. I would
4: touch that if. Okay,
2: but now you're talking. <coughs> no, no,
4: but you did the opposite. All right, so let's just try that again. <coughs> that There you go. Great. Well, okay. Well done. So, uh, now nah, it's very button. nice to know. You are? I'm Chris. Very nice. Thank and you. you that are? I am Matt. Mild. We're helping you with your campaign. That's excellent, because that's, you know, we're we're doing gangbusters. You guys, you're, you're doing great. You're campaigning oh, <laughs> I just touched your microphone. It's all down now. All right. <laughs> Can you lift that no, no, up? No, no, it's from- all right. Okay, they arms go. are kind of funny, so <laughs> we well, weren't gonna <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't want to bring that
2: up, but yeah. um, so I, I guess my guess my question is, you know, a lot of the candidates, Marvin, were they, they we've known for a long time that they were in the race. Yeah. So it feels kind of late in the game. So why now? Why enter the race after these other people have been campaigning for months?
4: Well, now here's the deal on that, there <clears throat> did that work just now? That was <laughs> close. You almost right. got it. Uh, well, here's the deal. Now, we've we, seen Kane, who I, I thought he was a darling little man, <laughs> but now he's gone, and more of these people you're going to find the see, now they're going to go. And um, my thing was, the later I get in, then the, the, they can't find, by the time they find out <laughs> anything about me, I could be president. <laughs> so <laughs> you see now, not that I have any problems, because I don't, but if they, you know, there are people out there that are digging Mm -hmm. on information, and (coughs) (coughs) I just, that button is, uh, it's neat. (laughs) So anyway, no, so my deal is, I uh, just, the later you get in, the less they can find out about you, and and I think that's best. So you are from Tonopah, Nevada. Tonopah, Nevada. I've lived there ever since I was tiny. And and, and, tur- and turquoise farming is the family trade? No, that I discovered that myself. No, uh no I'm uh no. <coughs> do you think <coughs> Do you think that
2: you can beat out the other candidates for this nomination? And if you do get
4: this nomination, why are you so confident that you can beat Obama. Well, I'm big. Well, number one, I can beat all those other guys because I think they're clowns. But Michelle Bachmann, man, she just she's pretty. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Obama is getting. I think he's he's watching these debates and he's sitting there getting lazy, you know. And he's sitting. I can beat these guys, but he doesn't know about me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come at him with everything I got. And what what do you feel like is the biggest weapon in your arsenal at the moment? Total simplicity. Mm-hmm. I have a simple answer for everything. And the other thing is I don't know much about anything, you know. And so I think the American public are like, well, hell, he doesn't know. Isn't that refreshing? You know, and I think I'm giving people a chance to go, you know, where a little kid's sitting on his baby's knee going, Daddy, he's like me. And... <coughs> well, you know kids can't vote. Right, well, no, but they can tell... You know what, kids, they tell their dads and moms what to do. So I want to appeal to the little kids too. Do you think that Herman Cain's departure from the race gives you
2: an advantage now that there's a, a, a vacated?
4: Yes, because he was next. He, it, he he was the most simple in line next to me. Now I'm even more simple, and I like to answer with one word answers, which I'm not doing now. But now that I'm aware of it, I will. Okay. But uh, so go ahead and ask me another question, and I'll show you an example of that. Okay. Uh, have you enjoyed? Uh, yes. The, mm-hmm. Do you find it difficult? No.
2: How many times? On
4: Thursdays. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, in the uh, there you go. <laughs> the, see, this is this is this is a little bit of a departure because I saw in your Iowa debates, yeah, you cracked the code. For what the American people want. Which well, no,
4: that's right because American not only do they want simplicity, they want someone to repeat a word three times. Like Herman Cain's 999 he did, nine 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 plan. Nine nine nine, and I mean, my gosh, you would have thought he was uh, a, a rich man. What I mean by that is that's why everyone liked him. But uh, then Michelle Bachman, who just sometimes she steals her material. And she said, oh, you know, what did she say? What was it? Win, win, win. Win, win, win. All right. Well, you know, so she's doing the three things. And and my thing is, to heck with that. Let's go, 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 you know, or take any other word, Chris, that you want to do. Give me a word and I'll show you the power of this. Pancake. Pancake, pancake, pancake. I like where this guy's coming from. Now, you would probably want one. Yes, absolutely. But I suppose
2: if someone just said that word to me once, I'd be like, well, what do I do with that? You'd be like, well, no, you know, it's no. Because the first time you hear it, you recognize the word. I guess the second time, you're like, where is he going with this? And the third time, you're like, sold.
4: One more word. Give it to me.
2: Um, uh, Anti-disestablishmentarianism.
4: Anti-disestablishmentarianism. (coughs) Anti-disestablishmentarianism. See, that button just keeps looking at me. That's weird. <laughs> are you Are, are you feeling it? Are you catching a cold? No, but it says cough, and, you know, I'm highly suggestible. It's and not an I order. I just want to cough. It's not an order. It's... I know, but, you know, this is all new to me. I normally don't get out of tone upon. Here we are with the lights and the microphone. I know, and all and, of a sudden you're famous? I and mean, is it, is it know, weird? It's, well, it's not weird, but it's weird. You know, uh, my wife... Uh, she was. Uh, she's. I said you should go with me. I'm gonna go to that. Uh, what's the name of your show again? The, the Nerdist. And huh. I said I was gonna be on that. What, what you said. And she's like, Well, I got Someone's got to mind the shop, Marvin. But uh, you know. So I hope I answer your question. Well, if you get the if you get elected, someone's gonna have to
2: mind the shop. mind the shop for she's, a long time. Uh, she
4: would be. She would be. I tell you something. The way she keeps books, you know, she'd be quite a first lady. Myrna Wood, and yeah. uh she's uh, I, I love her. I used to call her uh my old lady. Uh-huh. That was when we were younger and now that she's older it's not as fun. <laughs> but um you know uh but I love her and uh she's ready to be she's ready to be first lady. If elected do you do you see the implementation of turquoise into the, oh, the into White the House sta- into the state emblem? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would see e pluribus unum blunum blun Unum, unum, mm-hmm. yeah, for one, one right. for well, many, there, and uh, and it would be emblazoned in turquoise with uh, agate and uh, some silver uh, uh, diodesics on it. Uh, so that's that's part that's part of your plan. That's that part would of your platform? be the first thing. Well, that first thing I would do when I get in the Oval Office on that first day is I'd just be sitting in the Oval Office going, "Wow, this is amazing," because you know I don't think presidents they're always like, "Oh, this is." You know, this is very, uh, This I'm the president, but I don't think they ever take that day to go, wow! You know, and I would on that first day. Well, and then finally, if, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't hope this doesn't
2: come off as negative, and I apologize. If you are not able to get the Republican nomination, will you
4: run on an independent ticket? Uh, I, I'm thinking about all of my options, and that could be one of them, but I don't know. I'd hate to have to make that decision. It, when you hear questions that you. When you hear questions that you.
2: When. So if you, if you hear questions that you don't know, since you said that you don't, you, know, you don't know a lot, you hear questions you don't know how to yep. answer, what, do you, what are you going to do? You're going to be asked questions nonstop.
4: Well, you know, I'd, I'd tell you, everyone wants their president to have the answer lickety split on the spot, and life doesn't work that way, as you know. Your name again was... That's it, Chris. Chris. And uh, it doesn't work that way. You, you know, you have to take time to think. So sometimes you just avoid the question. You don't pretend you don't hear the question. That's really the best way. So if you ask me something difficult, well, I'll show you how that will go.
2: Okay. Um, how do you think you're going to uh, solve the health crisis?
4: <coughs> Mr. Is he talking to Mr. Me? Kwasnicki. Yeah. Mr. Kwasnicki. I can't hear the question. There's something wrong with my earpiece. How do you,
2: how do you feel like uh, you will solve the middle class tax issue? Yes, there's something wrong with my
4: microphone. I can't hear. It. Do you, you see how that's that That was really... Thank so you. you did actually hear me yeah, and you were... Yeah, but I'm avoiding you because I need time to process your question and talk to my, my people. Are you going to call me back in a week and give me an answer? No, I don't think so. Okay. But you uh, could... Well, it is, but I'm hoping you'd forget, you see? And then we're off solving getting into space. Yeah, and again. Hey, Wait a oh, minute! I America like this. back to number one. Yes, i Not gonna think about all this. Oh, that's so hard. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go into space! Yay! Let dig up stuff. Yes, yes. I love this Number one, I want to announce it on you. Yeah. I want to throw as much money as I can behind Bigfoot research. Bigfoot. Okay, Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Bigfoot. We need to research. find him because I'm telling you, he's, he's out, out there. there, and we're gonna find him, and we're gonna put him in little jail. I, I love, love him. jail for Bigfoot. I love right. this platform. Right. We're going to find Aliens Bigfoot. are out there, and I want an, i want the answer to it. If first thing is president, besides that one day where I'm having a party. yeah. Mm-hmm. The second day, it's I'm going to get all that secret information and let the American people know what is really going on. I think on. you might get elected just based on that. Well, that's right, because Bigfoot's <laughs> out there, and aliens are out there, and I've been probed before, and we're going to get this out there.
2: I'm sorry, what did well, you just say?
4: Well, I, I, it's... <clears throat> Well,
2: I thank you so much for your time. You're if you want to follow the Marvin E. Kwasnicki campaign, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash nerdist. That is the official nerdist channel. Uh, we are fully supporting you. Thank you very much. And your this campaign. Is, I, God bless you. It was a pleasure to have you. Uh, this platform,
3: let's recap this. It's amazing. America's number one. Mm-hmm. We're going back going to back space. Go back to space. We're going to find Bigfoot. Find Bigfoot. Right. And we're all going to know about the aliens. We're going to yeah. know about the aliens. We're going to know about everything. Oh, and we're going to dig for stuff. Yep. This is this is the best platform
4: I've ever heard. This is the
2: best thing I've heard all all campaign season. Thank you very much. You oh, you guys exciting. make me
4: wanna, you know dig. Just, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're gonna dig for stuff. Thank you, Marvin
2: E.
3: Kwasnicki. Uh That was amazing. He was great. That was great. I I was just I, I can't agree more with him. You could. It would be weird. It's not possible. Actually, no, it's not possible. It's, it's actually not That's why possible. That I, I can't do that. <sighs> Finally, we should go back to space. Honestly, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Stop wasting money. We're, we got a war. We're not paying for it. We need to. We need to go one of those extra solar uh, mega Earths. Sure, we could go there. It'll take a while. A little bit of time. How many light years is that? Enough that we wouldn't survive at sixty or six hundred something. I feel like if it's sixty, we'd have found it sooner. It's probably further away. It's that uh, Kepler, yeah. Find another thing, 22? and I and
2: this. and not only space. Not you know, is it isn't it pretty amazing though that within the same week uh, or so, we got news about uh, extrasolar mega planets uh, that could theoretically sustain sure. life, and also we got the uh, the the Higgs boson news as well,
3: and uh, the NBA lockout ended. This is amazing. It was an amazing week. One of those three things I couldn't <laughs> give a shit about. If
2: you said Chris. I I want to tell you something about the NBA, but I'm gonna need a shit from you. I'm gonna be like, I'm out. I don't I don't got it. It's not gonna happen. And I mean, that was the one. But then
3: I'd say like, but you could even collect it like you know later, and just and get it to me, and I'm just gonna tell you about the NBA. It's not um not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. That's too bad. Uh, but yeah, science is cool, and then you know people don't worry about it anymore. It's really depressing. I wonder what's gonna happen when they find the Higgs boson. When they find
2: it when they actually identify the Higgs boson i mean they they have, they have they've seen traces of it they have a sense of where it is they feel like they're going to find it early next year
3: then they will then spend more years trying to figure out what gives then, you know, something its mass we're not it's not going to we're not getting an answer
2: or or does it just ha- sort of help their overall um their their formula work i think it just i think it they've had this theoretical idea that this is how this is how matter interacts with each other and this is you know uh and And I guess that's just the idea of, well, yeah, this thing should exist. Oh, good, we found it. Oh, well, we were right. Good for us. What do you
3: do with it once you find it? I don't know. I don't know. Helps us do what? Stuff, I'm sure. Then you take the Higgs boson to spring break and see lots of titties. I do like the amount of people that have come to try and stop the Hadron Collider claiming they were from the future. (laughs) At least five people.
2: That would be amazing. I'm not, that's happened. <laughs> Could you show up at CERN with like the Doc Brown shields? You know that happened, right? Are you, you know serious? That's happened.
3: As a joke. No. Crazy people, I'm assuming they're crazy or we're all fucked. Uh, they have gone and to the Hadron Collider trying to break in and then claim they are from the future trying to stop the end of the world. Really? Which, first of all, The world didn't end. You're obviously, you know, you came back from the future, so there's still something left. Right. So it's not going to be that bad. If they are from the future, we'll be fine. Some of us.
2: (laughs) I'm weirded out that uh, Back to the Future's storyline went into the future to 2015. Yeah. We're almost there. there. Yeah.
3: I'm excited about it. We're almost there. That TV looks so good today.
2: Yeah. We reviewed a giant 72-inch. It was 70-inch. Just 70-inch? 70. The, the, one of the sharp uh, just aquas. 70? Oh, only 70? Just five and a half feet by yeah. three feet. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. No, it was awesome. Come back to me when it's six feet.
3: It was literally the best picture I'd ever seen on a uh, on a TV. It, it, they are not sponsoring this podcast,
2: so we are no. not saying this for any other reason other than it looked... And the 3D looked
3: really good. I reviewed it today, and you can see that on Attack of the Show's website, and uh, see Chris review the television. Candace mainly
2: did the review, and I just quoted Back to the Future. I was she
3: kept you on the rails.
2: I was... I
3: quoted. We were very heavy today too, which was extra fun watching you do lines from Back to the Future while we were like. You can't project it without sound, and then have me not start quoting it. So we should have turned it up. Is what you're saying? Yes, <laughs> yes. But no, seriously, that's sharp aquos. If they would like to send one to me, I'll take it. They're only three grand for a seventy inch. Seventy inch. Yeah, they're thirty-one thirty thirty-one thirty-four right now on Amazon. That's pretty amazing. For free shipping if you're Amazon Prime. Which Come I on. am. Right? Let's let's both get one, but I, you pay for them. I'm... <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a No, we bad... both... You get a television? And I do.
2: How is this bad? You know who we were going to invite onto the podcast because Jonah wasn't here and then we t- got distracted was Nick, who's quietly sitting over there in the corner. Just waiting
1: my turn. Nick's I sea cresting.
3: <laughs> That's what I call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sea cresting. He's sea cresting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sea cresting the waves. It's like what a whale does. Sea cresting the airwaves. <laughs> yes. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Thank you, sir. And yours. Thank you. Same I cheese. really like the, uh, the Van Dyke that you got going the on. The Van Dyke? There. The it's, Van Gogh? No, It's the Van Dyke. really nice. You like that, huh? I do. This is just laziness.
1: It's pr- very Death Van Gogh
2: correctly. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. He did it. That's
1: right. I'm impressed. Good but story. anyway, I, I, I don't know if it's going to hang around after the holidays. It may just... So it's a holiday it may Van Dyke? Just, it may just disappear. I started it in, like, October, and I don't know. I look at it, and I just... I'm getting
2: old. Holiday Van Dyke. That's, that's my favorite thing. Christmas song. Holiday Van
1: Dyke. Holiday yeah, Van Dyke. Just made That's that right. up. Not a real song.
2: Your son listens to the podcast. What are you getting him for Christmas? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he wants. Don't tell it? him. Don't tell him what he wants. No, no. He, he wants uh, Photoshop.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, not like a whole like the CS, he wants the whole thing. The whole CS so he suite. can,
1: yeah, yeah, which is probably several thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't I know. The, CS I don't know what is that going for like now. Eight hundred, I think.
3: About eight hundred. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to get that then. <laughs> you <laughs> might be. You know? Sorry, well, son. Do Are you the- know? Never mind. I'll talk about this off the air. <laughs> Forget it. I could probably crack it
2: for him. Well, oh. if anyone who well, happens hey. to work for Adobe wants to give a young, uh, a, a a burgeoning young fifteen-year-old artist uh, his dream present, it would be the Creative Suite, that the Adobe is... Creative Suite. Yeah. Please, Adobe. Also, give wait us him the cre- while we're at it. Give him a tablet. Give us. Give, a tablet. give us the Creative Suite so Nick can take
1: credit for it. <laughs> And that's, you know, I tell you, he keeps asking me, so when are you going to see Chris? Because he wants to draw something for you guys. Oh, what does he want to do? Well, actually, he he wants suggestions. Do you guys want caricatures or do you want something more serious? Or would
2: you like to be like... I have an idea. Yeah. Um, I want to do uh, an undercover um, Batman type elephant who has the ability to phase through solid matter called Elephantum. You have lost me. You know, I think he could do it. Okay, good. Okay,
1: I'll have him work on it. I'll Please. tell him exactly. Elephantum.
2: Elephantum. And then I, I see like a purple cape and a little, and pr- a purple mask. And a trunk? Is it weird that this is the first thing that came to my mind? No, I totally it. I get it. That's not weird. It.
3: What's weird is that you quit drinking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and still came up with that. That's Yeah, I know. Well, that, I feel like that would be more drug-induced than alcohol-induced. If you're drinking absinthe,
3: I'm sure you could.
2: Isn't alcohol, alcohol, like alcohol ideas Or what do you want us to draw? Everything feels great.
3: Yeah, yeah. You alcohol, guys are the fucking best. When I do, yeah. when, I, when I get drunk, which is rare, very, very, very rare, yeah. but when I do, I get really loud yes. about, I get loud. Everything, I, you and, get loud about everything. And then I and then I get into arguments with only myself about who the greatest guitarist was of all time. And who was the greatest Steve guitarist? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Say that drunk or sober.
2: Really? Yep. We should get you hammered and then just do a regular hostful, and then when Jonah lays into you, will just be like, shut your fucking mouth, you <laughs> giant impster. Like, you'll you just, you just... lose.
3: <laughs> and when, so when, when you were sober, yeah. who is the greatest guitarist? It's still Stevie. Oh,
1: well, that's not drinking.
3: But then I argue with myself, yeah. and I'm like, well, Hendrix, really? I mean, yeah." then Albert King. You gotta throw Albert King. Everyone forgets about Albert King. That's true. I don't. He was left-handed, Chris. That's probably why you love him so much. He yeah. played upside down. So did Didn't, Jimi Hendrix, he, though. But no, uh, Jimmy restrung it. Restrung it. For Albert the- did not. So Albert King has these crazy bends because he's pulling the strings down. Oh. Because oh. it's easier to you know pull down than it is to push up. So mm-hmm. you get higher, you get crazier bends. So he's you know he's hitting high notes and bending. He's pulling it down, and it's insane. Not my favorite guitarist, though. Albert King is not your favorite guitarist. Django. Django Reinhardt. Django Reinhardt's good if you like he three can f- fingers. Well, he can play with, you see what he did? He only Whatever. had three fingers. He is, he is impressive. He's very impressive. That movie, uh, Sweet and Low Lowdown, yeah. is fantastic. You should yeah. check that out. Have yeah. you seen that Woody Allen. Yeah, the Woody yeah. Allen movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Sean, Sean Penn's the second greatest guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> I think Scott Stapp. From, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, probably he's great. Just throwing
2: <laughs> <someone's>, like, the <laughs> weirdest. <laughs> yeah, no, he's
3: good. And then... Uh, I I like John, I think John Mayer is a great guitarist too. Yeah, yeah can very that. Technical. I can argue I, I don't know if he's got enough. Soul. I like more of the the like the 50s jazz guitarists, so like, like Joe Pass? Yeah. Joe and Pass is great. He's one of my favorites. Johnny
1: Smith? One uh, of my favorites. Yep, yep. Yeah.
3: I like John Schofield now if you no. want to go jazz guitarist now. What I about ankles McCarthy? Ankles McCarthy one of my favorite person.
2: Yeah. yeah. he played with his ankles. Oh, yeah. well, I see. Yeah. How do you do Not that? guitar he, he, related just, to Charlie he fondled his own ankles. Yeah.
3: Oh, uh I did want to say uh to Fender, thanks for dropping off a Kurt Cobain signature left-handed model. Wow! Thank you, Dell from Fender, for doing that for me. Uh, I know you'd you t- you texted the picture to me in England. I was like, "This is gonna cost him a dollar." I am gonna set him. <laughs> no, it no, 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 no. I,
2: I I got an international plan for England. Uh, all right, so it's probably gonna cost me a thousand dollars as opposed to three thousand dollars. <laughs>
3: nice, but uh, yeah, so I am gonna I am gonna actually like I am gonna review the guitar and I'll probably write a big ass review for. Are you first. gonna play it? I am gonna play the shit out of it. How are you gonna? We should we should
2: record something cuz Jonah plays drums.
3: Yeah. We could we could record something. Oh, you
2: we need could. to you need to start on the bass then. No. No, 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 plays, no. no. He
3: plays things no. no. and plays a hell of a lot. Do you really Do Mike you Furman plays bass? Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Furman is a bass. fucking amazing really bass player. I was really enjoying his bass lines during the Nerdist Special. He's great. Yeah.
2: You know, it's funny. I I remember these old I may have said this on the podcast before. These old videos of Mike when he was 15 years old mm-hmm. and he played bass um at a at a black church. Mm-hmm. And so you see like you see this camera uh you see this camera panning across this this church and everyone's singing and the music's fantastic and then you just see this tiny little white <laughs> head of Mike Furman <laughs> with his super gelled hair bouncing up and down playing bass. He was amazing. <laughs> he's, he's like if, if you say James Jamerson to Furman he fucking loses his mind. So I hear you sing though. Yeah, but I mean I'm not like a good professional singer. I'm good for a comedian. No, he's a very good he's a good singer. I'm good. He's I'm a good See, himself. he's propping you up here. He's so so you know. Himself. I'm a good singer for a comedian. He's
3: underselling himself. Which you, are, is you are. You are.
2: I always undersell myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's all my brain knows
3: how to do. No, he's like, Chris is a very good singer. You should listen to, like, go listen to the hard and firm stuff. He's good. It's great. It's great. Mm, it's great. No, that's it's, true. I like it. Listen. Yeah. Okay. How about a little something? What? How about a little something? He sings constantly. Come on. We really need it again. God. All right.
2: Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel! <laughs> what did I tell you? What did I tell you? I made you out of
3: clay.
2: <laughs> Wait, clay, clay. This kid. clay. This gonna be somebody. Clay I made Aiken. You
3: out of Clay Aiken? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, Clay Aiken made you. Yep, he did. I say, in a tube, because you can't love a woman. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how we just kind of went? You nice. sure you really wanted me on the show? I that was know. a good improv. <laughs> I love having you on the show. People love hearing you on the show too. It's kind of fun. It's wow, fine. like we have a nice, we and, have a
1: nice little cast of characters, you know, It's just kind of warm and fuzzy. It's good. Yeah, it's all right. You're going away for the holidays, there, Nick. Uh, you know that tomorrow is the last day for for me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to take a couple of weeks off, and just kind of chill. Nice. You know, be with the family those little places here and there.
2: Do you not turn the TV on for two weeks because you have all these monitors to stare at 10 I, hours a day? I, it's For me, the only reason the TV is on is to watch football for the okay. next
1: three weeks. And uh, I don't know, you know, Christmas Day is going to be on. This is going to be up on Christmas before Christmas Day. Christmas yep. Day is going to be, you know, it's family and football. That's what it is. And of course, the NBA comes back that day, so. Oh, the National Bowling
3: Association? Off. That's it, yeah. actually, yeah. Man. 10 o'clock. I'll be there. to it. Celtics are
1: Chris Schenkel will be there. Chris! Will be there saying he's using his 11 ball
3: as he throws sideways to the pins. Did we ever talk boom. about your birthday party and just how much worse at bowling I am than you? To be
2: fair, I've been bowling since I could walk.
3: Yeah. Well, that is fair, I guess. You also have your own ball. So I have my own ball. I have a couple and shoes. But so the first time, the first, the first. Round or frame? How was that? Frame. Bowling. First round of bowling. Uh, Chris beat me by <laughs> yeah. a hundred and the first game, not the first game. I was gonna say first game. Hundred and six. I did
2: okay. I, you know, I, I, I've not I've not bowled in I've not bowled in a couple years, but I managed to I, I shot one eighty three, two thirty four. Not bad.
3: Not bad. Not 234. bad. Two thirty four. Yeah. yeah. Then wow. He, yeah. So he, be, he beats me by hundred and six. Okay. Then he beats me by a hundred and eleven. Mm-hmm. And I had a great game. <laughs> oh, it
2: wasn't good enough. It wasn't
3: uh, good. Listen, it's
2: not... Bowling is not bragging. Being able no. to bowl well is not bragging. Because yep. I don't know who that really impresses. Bowlers.
1: Oh, they're bowlers.
2: <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun. We yeah, did it, it at, uh, at, at All-Star Lanes in Eagle Rock, which yeah. is has sentimental value to me because my father's bowling center is called All-Star Lanes. So we had it at All-Star Lanes in Eagle... And his is in Memphis, and we went to Eagle Rock. Oh, wow. And... Uh, and and it's it's really I
3: love that place. Wait, does he have a place in Memphis and in Florida?
2: No, no, just Memphis.
3: Why do I think your dad lives in Florida? He he did retire oh. to Florida for a while. Oh, he still has, oh, and now he's back. And now he's
2: moved back to Memphis primarily because he missed he, the Bowling Lane. He
3: did. That's exactly what happened.
2: That's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah. He went to Florida. It was really fun for a while because it was very relaxing. He has a nice he had a nice little house on a golf course. He swam laps every day. And then you can only do that for so long before you're like, "What the fuck am I? Am I <laughs> a paperweight here? I'm just waiting <laughs> to die." So he moved back up to Memphis for most of the year. To, I mean, in the in the winters though, he'll probably spend a little more time in Florida, but. He just he just loves being in a bowling center. So he he he's runs a bowling alley, mm-hmm. or he owns it. He does. He's he's been in the bowling business wow. for fifty years awesome. plus, and he just loves being in a bowling center. It's where he feels at home and being around customers, and you know, and um, you know, having beers with people and the, the, hearing the pins crash.
1: Loves it. It's really a relaxing place. I enjoy going bowling. I mean, one of the things that I yeah, really like do. is that. There's a place up where I live that uh on Saturday nights they they do the neon bowling. Yeah, camp, they,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. they do that. That's cool.
3: I hate that. You don't I don't like, I don't like I it either. That. I need you to have that? lights Super and I
2: need to bowling? have silence. Yeah. Oh, you, you have to have to silence? Well, it's just like when there's music and lights and people yelling and I can
3: it's not no. the real fun came when we figured out that there's a speedometer on the lane. Yeah, oh, I've trying, never seen that.
2: It it was registering how fast they were throwing the ball and then you know, they, I think the fastest was like 17 miles an hour.
3: No, 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 no. Furman hit 20, 23 miles an hour or 26 miles an hour, something like that.
2: Furman has a good form. And you know who else was good was Rove McManus was good. Rove was good, yeah. And then, and then Weird Al, you didn't think he was going to be good because he would like drop the ball, mm-hmm. it would like thud, and then he'd get a strike. So he had a unique let's,
3: style that was that actually he was very good. Let's talk about the time that I hurled the ball down the lane it hit the gutter from midair and then bounced back into the lane and hit two pins.
2: Yeah, I think you cracked the... Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't do anything. I think you cracked the <laughs> divider. <laughs> was that didn't,
3: bumperable? the did really do anything. No. Okay. <laughs> <That> was <good. laughs>
2: it was really fun. And then we had karaoke afterwards, yep. which oh, yeah. there was a karaoke bar right there. and. It was, really it was really fun. Great. Now at your dad's
1: lanes, do they have the uh, the, the real modern where it's all done for yeah. you and in, in, yeah? Because yeah. I kind of miss the old days where you had to really figure it out. You had yeah, the opaque projector, burn your fucking arm yeah. on the
2: projector, <laughs> on the
1: projector, and you had that little
2: plastic there were thing, cigarette and burns, and burns oh, everywhere, so you had the
1: ashtray, you know,
2: and everything. Yeah. Had lots of You had the stuff. you'd have the you'd have the plastic film mm-hmm. that would project up on top, and you'd have these grease pencils. Mm-hmm. And that's how you would that's how you would keep score. That's exactly right. I and used you had keep to score for tournaments. Oh yeah, it was it was fun. My dad's place is cool. 20 lanes on each side, bar in the middle. Jesus. Wow. That's yeah, nice. Let's go. And, and he's only there part-time, though, right?
3: Yeah. All right. Are we but ever he's doing a, a show in Memphis? Are they going to book us in Memphis ever? Maybe. There's just I not...
2: I, I just don't know if we would draw anyone in Memphis. <laughs> Memphis well, is not listen, really like a comedy town anymore. really
3: great guitar shops.
2: Oh, that... Wow. I see. I see. When we go to Minneapolis, I'll take you to St. Paul. There's a legendary guitar store there. I'm in it. I'm loving it. And we'll, I'll take you there. Let's do it. So what are you doing for the holidays? Uh, I don't know. You know, my mom lives in L.A., so I'll, you know, probably hang out with her. That's cool. For, for yeah. Christmas. I'm shutting down. Yeah.
3: Shutting down. Powering no, down. You a, no email? No, I haven't had a day off since the day... Thanksgiving was my last day off. Thanksgiving Day? Oh, yeah? I haven't I'm been to London, London but whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. Well, I've
2: been to London, and it's really great, Matt. Did you I'm see? sorry. Did you see Matt Smith? Not in London, no. I just okay. saw Tenant. I did okay. you
3: like, hey, madam, in London, let's hang out. Yeah, I would not. have done that. Did Karen
2: ask about me? It, it's Chris <laughs> Hardwick from the television Nerdist. You, but I'm you sorry? did the. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, whatever. We, we all get busy. Sure, it's mate. fine. <laughs> we'll Cheers, get busy. Mate. Um, almost got to podcast Stephen Moffat.
3: Oh, that would have been great.
2: I sent him a direct message, and he was like, sure, I'd love to, you know, let's hook it up. And then we traded a few emails, and then we just couldn't make this. the scheduling didn't work. But he was really cool about it. Stephen Fry on, too. I would love to have Stephen Fry
3: on. Have you you seen his Stephen Fry's America? That's on Netflix now streaming? No, but I will. He goes to all 50 states. It's like a six-part, one-hour, each-episode series where he goes to all 50 states and sees America. It's awesome. I bet it is. And he just did this new thing on... Sky TV or BBC, I don't really remember, uh, where it's uh, Stephen Fry's Word, where he explores where language came from, and it's also fascinating. Wow. Excellent. Yeah, that guy's fascinating. Well, that's it. This was a dense
2: show. Um, I mean, I think we did a pretty good job without Jonah. Not that he's <laughs> not going to come back.
3: Well, I mean, but we had a handed
2: candidate on the show, which was, we have yes. never had
3: that when Jonah
2: that's was like That's yeah. like worth two Jonas. Having a presidential campaign. Like five. Five Jonas? Yeah. We're on a five Jonas scale? Yeah,
3: we're on a five Jonas scale. We had Nick on. We had Marvin Iquaznicki. E. We had you. Yep. Um, we also uh, discovered that the greatest presidential plan includes the following America's number one. Space. We're going back to space. We're digging for something. Yes. We're digging for stuff. Yeah. And we're, we're looking gonna for going to find them. Bigfoot. Yes. Yep.
2: And everyone's going to know about the aliens. YouTube.com yes. slash nerdist. We're going to, we're going to, uh, it's my understanding that Marvin's going to put up. A regular stream of
3: videos uh weekly. Okay. Well, Marvin needs to address his five point plan, which is the greatest I've ever heard in my life. Well, I
2: think he will. I mean, yeah. you know, you'll see that unfold in the in the coming weeks. So to go to the Nerdist YouTube channel, subscribe <laughs> to it, and uh, and that's that's it. That's it for our show.
3: Well done. Thank well done. you. Get well, Take Jonah. Care. If you're hearing this. Yes. You're probably better by the time you heard this. I hope. Ooh, that'd be weird. Well, it's it's going up tomorrow. You were so it's dead. Jonah. Jonah. I'm talking to you from the other side. No, you're going to pull go him back in. He's right now light. he's floating go over his body. It sounds like ghosted. No, I'm pulling
2: him back in. Don't tell him to go toward the light. <laughs> no, pull no, him back into his, his body. Say,
3: Jonah, go toward the light. Don't, we no, we captured Jonah's Let's think about this.
1: We captured Jonah's EVP.
3: I know he's mean to you sometimes, <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't yeah, mean you should push yeah, him into this, the light. I get this. I get this. Jonah. See that light? It's pretty cool, right? <laughs> it's uh you probably never heard of it. It's a really nice light. Uh <laughs> They play sometimes in Eagle Rock you know, <laughs> under a bridge somewhere that you've never heard of. Uh, so, I mean, they're really, really good, though, and uh, hilarious, too, at the things that they do. So, head, head to the light. Matt! Yeah. <laughs> Stop taunting Jonah's disembodied soul. Oh, I mean, that's cool. <laughs>
2: Enjoy your burrito, everyone.
0: Now, leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
2: This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash nerdist and sign up to get your free audiobook download today, right now even. Do it.
0: This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.